Hello, and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today, I'm speaking with Asia Mayrock, who recently published her first book for teenagers, The Survival Guide to Bullying. Originally self-published by the author, the book was subsequently acquired and republished by Scholastic, which is sponsoring this podcast. In The Survival Guide to Bullying, Mayrock uses a mix of advice, encouragement, and personal anecdotes to help support teens who are being bullied for any number of reasons. Poems, bulleted lists, chat exchanges, and Mayrock's own stories about being bullied combine to offer readers insight into ways they can regain confidence and a sense of themselves, as well as look past bullying toward their future potential. Asia, thanks for speaking with me. Thank you so much for having me. So this has been a real whirlwind year for you, huh? It has. It's been very exciting and so unexpected. Can you start maybe by talking about what led you to decide you wanted to try to write and self-publish a book in the first place? Sure. So when I was 16, I had just moved from New York to California and I had been really badly bullied at the school that I was at in New York. And when I got to California, I realized that I had to do something to help all of the other kids that were still being bullied all around the world. Specifically, there was a story about a boy that committed suicide. And I realized that if I sat back and did nothing, then I was just as bad as the people that bullied me because I knew what it took to get through it. And I knew how to help kids, but I wasn't doing anything. So at 16, I started writing The Survival Guide to Bullying. And I really wanted to create the book that I never had, but I always needed. And um, I worked on it for about two years. I interviewed professionals and then I self-published it. And one month after I self-published it, Scholastic acquired it. And, you know, as, as I mentioned briefly, there's a lot of different components to the book, uh, kind of visual elements, uh, storytelling elements. How did you find those pieces and the, the different pieces that kind of come together to create the book? Um, were there certain things that had been there from the start, certain things that came later on that were added in? Um, most of the visual and kind of fun components to the book were in there from the start. My goal was really to create a book that kind of looked like a kid's journal. I wanted something that was really relatable and and something that you could kind of pick up, scan through and find bite-sized pieces of information at any moment when you needed some help. So that's where I kind of got the the visual and, and kind of fun element of it. Mm-hmm. And how similar is the Scholastic version to the one that you self-published? Uh, did they make much in the way of changes? It's quite similar, but we brought on this wonderful woman named Dr. Deborah Temkin who vetted the book, and she worked with the U.S. Department of Education and the Obama administration, so she's brilliant, and she was able to really add another perspective to it. Um, We also added a wonderful chapter called Getting Help, which is all about how to get help from your parents, your teachers, or trusted guardian, and what creative ways you can seek help. So that's in there, as well as a QA and a and an epilogue. And your own personal experience is, is such a huge part of this book. Did you find that those were difficult things to revisit as you were working on it? Or was it a helpful thing to sort of look back with a little bit of both physical distance and a little bit of time? Initially, it was kind of scary to write about something that was so personal and had affected my life for so many years. But to be honest with you, this book is what healed me. And I was a very different person a few years ago when I was writing it from from where I am now. I don't think that I could ever get up in front of an audience um, or even imagine so many people reading about something that happened to me that was so painful. But it has brought me to a place in my life where I feel like I'm happier and stronger than ever. You devote a fair amount of space in the book to uh, to cyberbullying, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you're part of a generation that's basically grown up with the internet and, to a large part, social media. How significant are those things to, in terms of, I guess, the bullying that kids are maybe dealing with on a, on a daily basis now? 
So I think that cyberbullying is probably the most dangerous form of bullying. It is 24-7. It can be anonymous. So it's really nonstop. And it can really terrorize the life of any kid or teenager because initially, you know, you would go to school and be bullied, but now you go home and you're still bullied. So I think that it's really scary, but it's something that we can definitely tackle. Social media is not going to go away. So we have to embrace it and we have to learn how to work with it in a safe, healthy way. So in cyberbullying, the chapter, I talk all about, you know, knowing your privacy settings, knowing how to block or report people, knowing how to go dark or go semi-dark and just living a healthy online life. And I get the sense that it's been a fairly busy year for you. Um, What have been some of the highlights as you've been out there uh, talking to people about the book? Oh, yes. It's been such a wonderful, busy time. There's been so many incredible highlights. Uh, I've gotten to write for Seventeen and Teen Vogue. I was on The View. But I also have gotten to speak to thousands of kids um, all across the country. And I get messages every single day, probably hundreds or thousands of, of kids who are telling me that my book has changed their life or saved their life. To hear these stories from kids all around the world who are going through the same thing and, and just need this boost of confidence and this little extra help, uh, it's been the most unexpected but incredible part of my entire journey. Are you doing a lot of school appearances? Is that mostly the venue when you're getting the chance to speak to kids about the book? Yes. I've been speaking to lots of schools in the East Coast and the West Coast. um, And those are just really incredible because I perform this thing called a roam, which is in my book, a rap poem. And Mm -hmm. I perform one that's about 10 minutes long. So, I mean, imagine, you know, holding a middle schooler's attention for 10 minutes. (laughs) But after I perform it, they all get up and they start screaming and cheering my name. And I... I just can't believe how they all really are so into standing up for bullying, stopping it for their peers, stopping it for themselves. And, and they're all part of this movement. And they go on to to follow me on social media and to send me messages about how they are kind of improving their behavior in school by standing up for other kids or by not tolerating it. And um, I just, it's it's really wonderful. And you mentioned, you know, of course, hearing a ton from kids, which really suggests the book is, you know, finding its audience and finding the kids who need it. I'm curious, are there any um, letters from older readers? Are you hearing from parents who are, you know, equally relieved or, you know, any feedback from uh, folks besides just the kids themselves? Yes, actually, as many messages I get as I get from kids, I get from uh, teachers, from parents, from adults. Um, there are quite a few adults who have told me that they have read it because they were really badly bullied and they are still suffering from the effects of being bullied. So they read it to kind of heal themselves, but also a lot of parents and teachers um, who have gotten their hands on this. And uh, I've been actually speaking to quite a few educators recently. On Thursday, I spoke to the New York Association of Independent Schools. So I spoke to all of the heads of independent schools in New York State who really responded to this so well and want to bring it into all of their schools. So as it's been accepted by so many teenagers and kids, it's also been um, accepted by a lot of adults. And that's obviously my dream. And um, I'm very happy that it's really been appreciated by so many people. Had you thought about writing before this book? I mean, you, you talk a little bit about, you know, your own sort of creativity sort of feeling, I think, stifled and sort of attacked in your own willing. Were you someone who had always thought about writing someday or? Yes, I actually was always a very creative person that loved to write and to tell stories. And this all started when I was 14, when I won the Santa Barbara International Film Festival for a screenplay I wrote on bullying. And that moment for me was great because I realized that 
I am not what happened to me. I am what I choose to become. But it was also the moment when I decided that I had to do something bigger than, than just a short film. I wanted to, to get this book out there. And of course, I was 14. I mean, I, I didn't know how to write a book. I really didn't have any credentials to be writing a book. But I chased that dream for many years and, and wouldn't let it get away from me. And it's kind of crazy that you know, I was able to get this book out in the world. Um, but it just shows, I think, how hard work and determination and passion, what, what that can do. And I think on your site, uh, you describe yourself a bit as a, a writer and activist. Are there other causes you're also passionate about in addition to bullying? Or is that really the main focus of your, your, your kind of work and efforts now? No, there are so many causes that um, I want to focus on, and, and I'll be looking at what causes I want to write about next. I think that there are so many teen issues. I mean, I think teenhood and, and childhood is such a crucial time where so many wonderful things happen and so many challenging things happen. And I would love to focus on uh, other issues that affect teens and kids. Um, but bullying was kind of my start, and I'm very grateful for that. So it sounds like you do have uh, plans to maybe do some future books then? Yes, I would love to write more books. I think that it's a really great way to reach kids all over. And you're in college now, correct? I am. I go to NYU and um, I'm on college as I am also traveling and speaking. Um, So it's been really exciting and a lot to handle, but I I love the challenge. Mm -hmm. And still trying to balance a little bit of writing on top of uh, that as well? Oh, absolutely. How can I forget writing? (laughs) Uh, No, it's been great. And I've been also writing for Teen Vogue. In October, I did all of their articles on bullying and I'll be continuing to write for them. So it's been a lot of fun to, you know, write some journalism and books and uh, my roams, my rap poems and all of that. Do you feel as a writer equally interested in sort of, I want to say fiction and nonfiction, certainly this book is nonfiction, but it does have that sort of the creative element through the realms. Like, do you see fiction in your future or do you think that these sort of real world issues is something you want to explore more through a nonfiction uh, way? Uh, no, I actually, I love to write fiction and I really would like to move into fiction in the future. As I started in screenwriting and in writing fictional stories, um, it's so inspiring to me to be able to create something that, you know, is fiction, but is about important issues. Um, so I would love to write fiction that deals with, you know, uh, serious and, and real issues, um, but in a very creative and, and um, accessible way. Mm. And I guess uh, for one last question, uh, you know, if there was one thing you would hope that uh, a bullied uh, kid or teen might take away from your book, what do you think that would be? I think something that I tell every kid that I speak to and, and I hope every kid gets from this book is that it's very important to not go through this alone. I did. I didn't know how to talk to my parents or my teachers and and I was very afraid of, of what they would think of me if they knew what I was going through. But that was my biggest regret and the biggest mistake I ever made. So I think it's very important to kind of create the top five list, as I say in my book, of the people that you love and trust. Go to those people and tell them very honestly what's going on and ask for their help. Because if you have an ally there for you, it'll make every part of the journey um, and, and the challenges much easier. And it's important to, to never keep it inside and go through it alone. Well, thank you for speaking with me and uh, congratulations again on the book. Thank you so much. Once again, I've been speaking with Asia Mayrock, whose book, The Survival Guide to Bullying, is available from Scholastic. Thank you for listening to PW Kids Cast. <laughs>